What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. Thanks for joining us on a Tuesday. Today is the 28th. Wow. 28th. We're almost to October. I think fall is officially here. The Equinox. The Equinox happened this week. The fall equinox. So the, the leaves have changed. It's fall outside. Football's here. That's awesome. On today's show, it's Concept Tuesday. Actually, it's uh, we're doing like a two-for-one today because we didn't do a show yesterday. We got caught up. Caught up in the world. So we'll do a little recap of our quick picks over the weekend. Always like to do that on Monday. Three and five on the quick picks. Boo. Hold on, we have a boo sound effect here somewhere. Let me find it. Let me find the boos. There it is. And so uh, three and five on the weekend. We were able to go back. I've been working on this, uh, this the last couple of weeks, not just tracking this year's record, but all of our quick picks since we started the show. We finally got that. It took forever. Uh, we po- Everything's posted on our Twitter. Give us a follow on Twitter at SharpAnglePod. Uh, we're almost to 1,000 followers, so that's pretty cool. Um, give us a follow on there at Sharp Angle Pod. In the bio, we've posted our total Quick Picks record. All-time, lifetime Quick Picks, 244 wins, 186 losses, 35 ties. Uh, 50, and that includes this weekend, 56.74 percentage for winning percentage. And the break-even percent is 53.78. That's on Twitter. It's published. And uh, the reason why you want to see break-even percentage, you want to know how much of an edge you've been working with, how profitable you are. A lot of people give out huge favorites all the time and then advertise on Twitter, hey, we're 58%. It's like, well, yeah, you give out minus 200 games. You're still losing. Anyway, uh, that's why the break-even percentage is there. But uh, three and five on the quick picks this weekend. Let's see. Saturday, the losing picks. We had uh, Texas Tech plus nine against Texas. That would not close. Uh, Longhorns ended up blowing them out there. Iowa minus 13 first half against Colorado State. They did not cover that. They were losing in the first half. And then USC minus 10 against Oregon State. They lost outright. So those three games, swings and misses. My God. And uh, Arkansas, uh, the winners on Saturday, we had Arkansas plus five and a half against uh, Texas A&M. They won outright 21-10. And then we had these St. Louis Blues, some preseason hockey, minus 110. They won 6-2. Uh, on Sunday, we had a one and two day, hence the three and five weekend. Uh, Sunday, we had, uh, what were the losers? Losers were the Giants, minus two and a half. And then the San Francisco 49ers, minus three. So... Uh, the winner on Sunday was the Seattle, uh, uh, what is it? Seattle Sounders plus a half. Like what, Seattle Kraken? My mind's been on hockey a lot lately. Hockey starts on the 12th. We are 14 days away from hockey. Is that right? 14? Yes. Oh my God. It's in two weeks. Woo. Hockey's in two weeks. Absolutely. Hockey is my best sport. It is money-making season. So anyway, um, and for the preseason, this isn't going to be Concept Tuesday, but we talked about this uh, quickly on the Sunday show, but or on the Saturday show maybe, but it's important to remember that preseason actually offers some value. You know, before I got into sports betting, and when I did get into sports betting, now when I talk to people on the outside of the industry, you know, family members, friends, they all have the, the same idea about preseason, that it's for degenerates, right? I mean, who the hell would bet on a preseason game? What's going on? But really, if you've done your homework and you know who's going to play, 
you know, in hockey, if you know which lines are going to be out there, which coach it matters more to, if there's any team actually trying to win, is there a team with a lot of young players who may be, you know, sort of naively giving a lot of effort in the preseason, things like this. If you follow closely, you can make a lot of money because the lines are soft in the preseason. And the main thing to remember is that when the sports books don't want to take a big bet, when they have very low limits, that means they're scared of something, right? The Super Bowl, a very, very polished line, Super Bowl or uh, sports books will take million dollar bets on Super Bowl Sunday because they know how accurate that line is. The less accurate the line, the lower the limits at any given sports book. And for hockey preseason, I mean, they won't take, and by they, any given sports book out there, most of them won't take a bigger bet than 250, 300 bucks. Some will take, you know, 500. But generally, you're not going to get more than a couple hundred bucks in at any one given sports book. And good luck betting player props. I, I I can't get a player prop in to save my life in the preseason. So preseason, I understand the idea of who's watching the games. It doesn't matter if the players aren't trying, you know, if they're not giving full effort and it, it doesn't matter winning, why would we bet on it? But really, in reality, we're not betting on players giving full effort, we're betting on, is this a quantifiable, predictable thing that we're about to watch? And if so, is it an accurate line? And if not, then we bet. So that's a very good thing to remember. And that's not just for sports books. That's for life too. That's a, that's a life lesson for like kids out there. If anybody's desperate to bet you for a lot of money, don't bet them. Okay. If there's anybody who is apprehensive to bet you, I'm not so sure, you know, uh, not, I don't want to do this. You want to take them for everything, right? I, I went golfing with my buddy who's like a five handicap a couple weeks ago. We get on the golf course and the first thing he says to me, hey, what are we playing for? 10, 20, 40, 100 bucks, right? Skins, strokes, bingo, bingo, bongo. I'm like, hold on, man. We're not playing for money, <laughs> right? He was anxious to bet. Why? He knew he had the edge. He knew he'd whoop me all over the course. So I didn't want to play for any money. That, that, that should be obvious, okay? Same thing with the sports books. When they're apprehensive, when they're saying the same thing he is, hey, how much you want to bet? 10, 20, 40, 80, 100? I told you guys about the same game parlay. This has never happened to me before. I was on DraftKings a couple weeks ago. I tried, I, I, for the show, I was doing some experiments, seeing what the same game parlay math was. I log off, do the show, go back on later that night. It had saved my parlay. Like, hey, remember this? You still want to make it, buddy? We saved it for you. When the sports books are doing that, don't make the bet. <laughs> they're begging you to make that bet. Don't do it. Okay, that's something to remember for everything. When they're desperate to make a bet, you know, don't don't make that bet. When they're hiding these games in the depths of their website, you have to go through all these different navigations to find the games. That's that's where you want to be betting. So, either way, uh, hockey preseason. We've been doing pretty well so far. We did get the Blues out this weekend. All right, uh, before we keep going, special thanks to Better Edge online, betteredge.com. Great. Uh, well, I don't want to say sports book because technically they're not a sports book, even though you can legally make sports bets on Better Edge. And the way they're not a sports book, they're actually a social platform. It's so cool. So you can make a profile, follow your friends, it actually keeps your stats and records, things like that. It's awesome. But the other kind of perk of it not being a quote unquote sports book, they can operate legally in a lot of states where sports betting isn't legal yet, like California. So if you want to start betting VIG free, that's the big thing, VIG free betting. You want to start betting VIG free, having more fun doing it, following your friends, entering tournaments, competitions, 
check out Better Edge. Online, betteredge.com, B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com, like sports better. Uh, use promo code SHARP when you're signing up. That promo code gets you $10 free in your account, and it also lets them know that we sent you. You know, that goes a long way in helping us out as well. So check them out online, betteredge.com. Use promo code SHARP. All right, let's keep going with uh, Concept Tuesday. Uh, what was I going to talk about on Concept Tuesday? Hmm. I promise I've written down something here somewhere. Uh, we just got kind of lost there in that whole preseason thing. Oh, yeah. The paradox of betting teams that look good. This is something that I see everyone making mistakes with every single year in every single sport. Now, it's much less likely to happen in a sport like baseball where there's not that many huge primetime games. Teams play every day. You know, the the power ratings are changing a little bit every day, but not not huge. In a sport like the NFL, where all of us are watching, most of us like betting it, and there are giant, giant TV games on every week, people fall victim into betting into certain ideas, okay? And this relates very closely to the stock market. Raise your hand if you've ever heard the the phrase, buy low, sell high, okay? Now, most of you probably understand this. You probably know what this is. This is probably elementary. The idea is, Buy a stock when it's low, sell it when it's high. It's not that it's not that tough a concept, right? That's how you make money in the stock market. The tough thing is knowing what's going to happen. Now, we're not going to get into that, but the idea is buy low, sell high. The mistake a lot of stock traders make or a lot of rookie amateur stock traders make, like me when I tried doing it, you know, for a couple years ago, I tried investing long-term. I'm like, hey, I'm a sports better. Why not get involved here? It's like, this is way different. But one of the mistakes I made you know, it's, it's it's the old adage, if you've heard about it at the party, right? If you hear about a stock around the water cooler at work, it's too late. You got to be buying early. That's something I, I, I've grasped very well. And obviously, I train related to you guys for sports betting. It's the same thing with stocks, sports betting. You have to buy early. And that doesn't mean early in the week. That means early before teams or stocks start to trend upward. Now, we'll stop talking about stocks here, but you guys get the idea. They're very similar to one another. Buy low sell high. You don't want to be buying a stock everyone's talking about because the value's gone. So for football or for sports, what happens so often? I mean, every week, every year, it's just fool's gold. And and so many people out there, average sports bettors, make this same mistake all the time. They will see a team look good on prime time or a highly televised game. And then they'll want to bet that team the next week. And on the flip side, they may see a team look bad on prime time or a highly televised game, and they want to fade that team or bet against them the next week. And the best example off the top of my head I can think of would be the Baltimore Ravens this past weekend. Okay, Monday night football, I think it was Monday, either Sunday or Monday night, maybe Sunday. Uh, Baltimore beats Kansas City. Was that a road game? I think it was in Kansas City. I'm not so sure. But either way, Baltimore beats Kansas City, okay? Um Let's check. That's actually going to bug me if I don't look that up. I think it was in Kansas City. Um, Baltimore. Ravens. Let's see. Oh, no, it was in Baltimore. Either way, uh, they beat the Chiefs. And a lot of people, you could see the public money start to trickle in. And then by the end of the week, after they beat in KC, everybody's on Baltimore. Why? Because Baltimore just had a huge primetime win, beat the Chiefs, came back to do it. Lamar looks great. 
There was all this social media of the post-game interview. Fans love betting on that shit, you know? And, and so everyone's up on Baltimore. And on the other hand, they're playing Detroit. The fucking Lions? Detroit sucks. Matt or uh, 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 Jared Goff, they're terrible. One of the worst teams in the league. Let, we're taking Baltimore. Baltimore was one of the heaviest bet teams, not just in singles at minus seven, minus eight, minus nine, but also in teasers. Teasing Baltimore all the way down to minus two and a half, minus three, minus two. Okay, and in a teaser, a minus two is a push. And so Baltimore, everyone's on, okay, the Ravens. Everyone's against the Lions. Why? Because Baltimore looks great one week and the Lions are the Lions. Now, again, that's just kind of the top of my head. I clearly didn't have a lot of the stats ready, but the point is that's the example right there. Everyone says, ah, how the hell can one team cover? It doesn't matter whether that spread was probably 11 or 12. Most people out there would have bet Baltimore regardless of the spread. There's no price sensitivity. And it's all because one team looked good on primetime and the other is trash, quote unquote. You know, uh, one team easy to bet on because they look great. The other team, not so good. Now, you may have some actual value betting on Baltimore this week because everyone's going to be saying, yeah, Baltimore, they could hardly beat Detroit in Detroit. You kidding me? Now they're going to Denver on the road. So you can play this game all the time, okay? And I'm not saying this is a binary way to bet. You never want to bet just based on one factor. But that's something to remember. If a team looks so good, it's prime time, everyone watched it, everyone's going to want to bet that team next week. It doesn't really matter what the spread is, what the price is. That's a trap a lot of us fall into, okay? So it's just something to remember. When a team looks good, it's probably too late. You ever notice when you're you know, at work or talking to your friends and everyone's surprised, by an outcome, they're surprised that the Lions and go back and listen to our football show last Friday. We had we gave the Lions out as a strong lean at plus nine because we thought it was going up, but we liked the Lions last week. Okay, now the thing is, again, at work, your friends, your family, everyone's if everyone's surprised, really shocked at an outcome. I can't believe Detroit did that. Most professionals are ahead of the curve. It's like, no, we predicted that happening. We saw that happening. Then when the public is so shocked, so surprised, they react the following week. That's when the pros are already a step or two steps ahead, betting on the next trends. So it does no good to bet reactionary. That's kind of the point of today's show. You can't watch a team go, oh, well, I mean, I guess the Ravens are good. They beat Kansas City and then blindly bet them the following week. Now we can learn things. Okay, we can watch the Oregon Ducks in college and say, Hey, I mean, they, they, they've they really beaten some teams so far. They look good. Now, that's not saying that there's going to be value or not, no value on them. What that's just saying is just because a team's winning doesn't mean we should bet on them or against them. Again, it's not binary, but be careful. Don't start noticing a team just because they're winning. And now when everyone around work or the family or dinner is talking about it, now you're going to start betting on them. It's far too late to do that. Again, buy low, sell high. The quintessential idea of making money in sports betting is buying low and selling high. Okay, and selling high means fading those teams when everyone else is buying on them. You can get value that way. So keep the moral of today's show, or whatever the last half of today's show, buy low, buy when teams aren't looking great. If a team has come out, Monday Night Football, Sunday Night Football, Huge win, surprise the country, surprise everyone. Don't look to suddenly jump on them now. It's probably going to be too late. 
All right, that does it for today's show. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, give us a follow on uh, Twitter at SharpAnglePod. Like, subscribe wherever you're listening to this right now. And uh, good luck, whatever you guys have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle.